Yo, 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 happy Wednesday, guys. My name is Jimmy Harding, and the Chief Executive Officer of Thumb Sports Instagram and Podcast Channel. I hope you all are having a great day so far. And for my consistent viewers, you guys know the drill. We'll be going over the past games from week four and taking a look at the games of week five. We'll be doing predictions, um, a little betting, and see where you guys stand. So without further ado, let's head into the shit show game of the Broncos and the Jets. Um, One thing I took away from this game was how Sam Darnold led the team in rushing. You know, when your quarterback does that, that's not always the greatest stat. But he did have six attempts for 84 yards and a touchdown, which he also had that really long touchdown um, with the fake slide. That was a great play by him. Um, I did not expect him to do that. But they still took the loss, 37-28, moving to 0-4, and Adam Gase really needs to get fired. He is some hot garbage. Hot garbage. So let's move to the 1 o'clock games of Sunday. We'll start with the Chargers and Buccaneers. Um, The Chargers were leading for most of this game. Um, The Buccaneers came out with the win, 38-31, but Herbert played really well. Um, He tossed three touchdowns. He did have one pick, but that's not really the end of the world. Brady threw for 369 and five touchdowns without Chris Godwin. Um, Evans had seven receptions for 122 and a score. Um, the Buccaneers are looking pretty good. The offensive line was holding up really well. And if you really watch that game, the matchup between Joey Bosa and Tristan Wirfs was a really interesting one. Uh, Joey Bosa only had one QB hurry. Uh Tristan Wirfs held his own against him as a, a premier pass rusher in the NFL. Granted, uh, Bosa was questionable leading into the game with a tricep injury, but um, I'm not going to take anything away from Wirfs or Bosa there, but it was a great showing between for, um, for Wirfs, and if he can block Joey Bosa, he's going to block some of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Um, so another game that we'll look at is the Ravens and the football team. Uh, the Ravens won 31-17. And you kind of expected what you saw here. Dwayne Haskins, 314, no picks, no touchdowns. Scary Terry had 10 receptions for 118. Um, Ravens rolled from the start. I mean, they came, they bounced back really good against the Chiefs in this one. Granted, playing a lesser uh, football team. Uh, the next 1 o'clock game we'll look at was the up, one is one of the upsets of the week. Panthers beat the Cardinals at home. Teddy Bridgewater looked really well. Um, Robbie Anderson had eight receptions for 99 yards. And Mike Davis is doing a pretty good job um, replacing McCaffrey for these couple weeks. He did run the ball 16 times. He had 84 yards and a tutty. Um, Kyler Murray uh, led the team in rushing for the Cardinals. Kyler has really got to do a better job of managing the game there. Um, when they needed him to step up and make the play, they, he did not. But he did have 133 and three touchdowns. So... I think the Cardinals are going to be fine. I posted on my Instagram one of the questions of the week was, are the Cardinals a playoff c- contender? And I really think they are, um, even though they had a not that good of a showing against a lackluster Panthers team. But the Panthers, not, no taking away from them, they definitely had a great game. Uh, Browns-Cowboys. Browns, well, this was an absolute shootout. Uh, Browns won 49-38. Mayfield had a great game, and the Browns' offensive line might be a top-five offensive line in the NFL. They looked really, really good. Wyatt Teller is playing really good at right guard. Uh, Jedrick Wills, great dra- uh, first-round draft pick for him this year, is, uh, was blocking Alden Smith pretty much most of the game, and Alden Smith didn't do that much. Uh, 
Zeke didn't do that well on the ground, only had 54 yards. But that's not the dynamic of the Cowboys this year, it almost seems like. It almost seems like instead of setting up the run, um, setting up the pass through the run, they're setting up the run through the pass. Dak had 502 yards for four touchdowns and a pick. Like, if the Cowboys started winning, he would be an MVP candidate. Uh, Their defense sucks really bad. If you're letting the Browns score 49 on you, there's something wrong there. Um, the first touchdown of the game from Jar- <laughs> pass from Jarvis to Odell, great play. He did it back in 2018, doing it again now. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Browns to keep showing. Hopefully they keep winning. I would love to see a showdown for first place to the, NFC, uh, the AFC North between the Browns and the Ravens. Cowboys are 1-3, and three, and I do expect them to uh, rebound and I know everyone's saying the NFC least instead of NFC East. Division sucks. But I do think the Cowboys are poised to make a deep run once they get all their injuries back. Hopefully they do so. Uh, Saints-Lions. I really thought the Lions were going to take this game. Thought they were going to steal one from the Saints. But Breeze is just too good in the crunch time. 246 and two scores. Kamara, another 100-plus all-purpose yard game. Um, He had 83 and one score on the ground. And Stafford, I feel bad for you, man. If you just had a line and that defense actually stopped Drew Brees, then you might have won this game because they did put up 21 points in the second quarter. Uh, the next game is the Seahawks and the Dolphins. Seahawks improved to 4-0. Uh, the Dolphins actually hung around in this game, and I, <laughs> Devonta Parker had 10 receptions for 110, and I truly, truly, truly believe if the Dolphins have Tua playing quarterback instead of Ryan Fitzmagic, the Dolphins win this game. Said it. think two is a way better quarterback. Um, granted, I know his injury passed and how they want to save him and how this is probably the smarter idea. And But, um, yeah, they would have won the game if two was playing, I truly believe. Uh, Chris Carson had 80 on the ground for the Seahawks, and Metcalf had four receptions for 106 yards. And if we go to the other... NFC East and we go to the Giants Rams the Rams played awful they played down to the Giants level um granted they still got the win but it was not a pretty game for LA um when you're playing against the Giants with no Saquon Barkley um you should expect to beat the Giants by a lot more especially because they're not that good of a team in general um which I much hate which I really hate to say but Jared Goff had 200 yards and touchdown um Nick Gates might be the craziest player in the NFL trying to fight Aaron Donald, but who knows? Maybe the guy's a black belt. I have no idea. Um, Eagles 49ers. This was this is the Sunday night game. Jumping to this one because Eagles took the win. Upset over the Niners, the depleted 49ers, but still, they still had Kittle. Um, Kittle came back. He had 15 receptions for 183 and a touchdown, putting up 40-plus fantasy points. That's crazy. Uh, Eagles still don't have a receiver. I don't know how they did it with Travis Fulgham. He was a practice squad player last year. He had two receptions, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Don't know how the Eagles got this done, but they did. Uh, Kudos to them and Doug Peterson for finally getting on the win board this year. Uh, Back to the 4 o'clock games. Raiders beat – I mean, the Bills beat the Raiders 30-23. Raiders – Raiders didn't play too bad. I thought they they could have played better, but not knocking them for anything there. Derek Carr at 311 for two scores. 
Um, Josh Allen's an MVP candidate, 288 and two scores. Devin Singletary on the ground had a score. Stephon Diggs was one of the one of the best offseason acquisitions in the league, especially leading the Bills. Um, he had six receptions for 115 yards. The Bills are looking dangerous, dude. They're looking for – they might have a chance to knock – off one of the AFC teams, including the Ravens and the Chiefs for the AFC championship spot. Do I think they could do it? Yes. Will they? I have no idea. It's still a little early to tell at the season quarter mark. Uh, Colts Bears. Colts improved to three and one. Bears lost their first game of the year, 1911. Foles, 249 and a touchdown and a pick. I the Colts should be playing a lot better than they are. I do think Phillip Rivers is a good quarterback. Jonathan Taylor is pretty solid on the ground. Then that, But that defense has really been carrying them all year. Um, Darius Leonard is a all-pro linebacker. And, uh, yeah, no, I and Rocky Sins actually playing pretty well, too. So Steelers-Titans, that got postponed. You all know that. Um, if we go to the Monday night games... Two of them. Patriots-Chiefs. Chiefs Chiefs took the win, 26-10. The Patriots were sticking around for a little bit. I mean, the Chiefs Chiefs scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter in nine seconds due to a Tyran Matthew pick six. Uh, Julian Edelman really needs to catch that ball. You can't drop that there. You really can't. Um, Brian Hoyer had 130 in a pick. Granted, if Cam was playing, it'd be a totally different game. Um, the, the Chiefs did enough to win. They didn't do anything really that special. I mean, six, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 16 attempts for 64 yards. Kelsey only had three receptions for 70, but Mahomes, Mahomes, and he had 236 for two scores. Um, the next Monday night game, Falcons, Packers. Packers are a Super Bowl contender this year, especially when Rodgers is having 327 and four scores pretty much every game. Aaron Jones is a stud on the uh, – for running the ball, he had 15 for 71. And how about Robert Tonian? Six receptions, 98 yards, three touchdowns for the Packers. Well, what? I mean, when no Devontae Adams is there, I guess Rodgers has to throw the ball to someone else. Um, and Lazard, Robert Tonian got the call, and he did really, really well. Um, yeah, so Sunday was a pretty solid week. Ex- granted, we didn't have one game between undefeated between the Steelers and Titans. Hopefully that game gets... Uh, made up pretty soon and we might even have a buy next week because of the Patriots of Stefan Gilmore testing positive for COVID. So who knows if the Patriots are going to play this week? Um, really hope they do. I'd love to see a full schedule. The Lions and the Packers are also on buys this week. So if we move to week five, the Thursday night game tomorrow is bears Buccaneers. Buccaneers are three and a half point favorites and I'm laying the money with my Buccaneers. I can't trust Nick Foles as a quarterback. I'm sorry. I don't care what team's around him. When, you have, when you're going against Tom Brady, I'm throwing money on Tom Brady. Easy. Money line, minus 183. Probably going to parlay that with someone else. That's some, those odds are pretty decent, actually. Um, yeah, maybe the Panthers. Panthers are plus two against the Falcons. I, I don't know why the Falcons keep getting favorites when they are 0-4 and, and they can't win a game or keep a lead. Maybe they'll win this game, but I'm sticking with the Panthers. They just beat the Cardinals last week. They're going to be coming in hot. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Panthers as the underdog plus 108 money line there. There's no point in putting plus two on the spread unless you're going to add a point and a half to make it a field goal. Um, 
Rams football team, Rams. I mean, the money line's minus 352. I'd be even be confident to put minus seven, especially with Dwayne Haskins benched and Kyle Allen starting. Rams all day. Jags, Texans. The Texans are six-point favorites. <laughs> I've never seen a, a team that's winless to be six-point favorite. Um, I really don't know where to go for this game. Texans are not looking good, especially uh, um, the loss last week, and they just fired their infamous GM and head coach, Bill O'Brien. Uh, honestly, I th- do the Texans get a win this week? Um, I don't know. I think if I were to bet on this game, I probably won't because due to the uncertainty of this game, um, I would probably take Jags plus six, maybe add a couple points to that to make it a touchdown. I I really don't know where this game's going to head. The Texans rush defense is bottom half of the league and James Robinson's looking really well. That might be the reason why I take the Jaguars. I really don't know though, but We'll see later in the week due to inactives and who's playing, who's not. That might be the final tell. Cardinals, Jets, I don't think I need to speak about this game. I'm taking Cardinals minus seven. The money line's minus 330. I don't see no. I don't see any value there. I'll probably take the Cardinals minus seven. Steelers, Eagles. Eagles are plus seven. Battle of Pennsylvania. Um, who, uh, I don't know. Eagles are plus 266 money line. There's some value there coming off a win against the 49ers last week. I don't know. I just don't feel confident in Wentz yet. I mean, Wentz did play pretty solid, but it depends if they get Alshon Jeffrey back. I don't know. I don't think the Steelers win by seven. I really don't think they win by a touchdown. I think it's a little closer than that. So maybe I, I'm considering throwing – Eagles plus seven here, considering probably not going to bet this game along with the Jaguars and Texans. Do not know what's going to happen. Um, Bengals, Ravens, Ravens are minus 12 and a half point favorites, minus 1284 money line. There is absolutely zero value there. Um, if you think the Ravens are going to win by at least 13 two scores, I'd take them. I probably will because it's the Ravens, but the Bengals have been playing pretty well with Joe Burrow behind a quarterback. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens minus 12 and a half. Wait, but the over-under is at 51. There might be some value in that too. I think this might be a pretty high scoring game. Uh, Giants, Cowboys, Cowboys are minus nine and a half point favorites. Money lines up 462. I don't see any value there, but the Cowboys are going to beat the Giants. I do believe so. Um, yeah, I'm taking the boys minus nine and a half there. Uh, Colts, Browns. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Colts are favored by one and a half. But the Browns, Colts just beat the Bears last week. Browns beat the Cowboys. I'm taking the Browns. I'm sticking with the hot hand. I'm taking the even money line for that one. Uh, Vikings Seahawks. I'm, ta- I'm laying my money with the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are one of the best teams in the NFC this year. Um, I'd probably take them minus seven. I do not see the Vikings losing by more than uh, less than seven. I think the Seahawks run away with this one late in the game. Uh, and for the Monday night game, we have the Chargers Saints. We got Drew Brees versus the rookie quarterback of Justin Herbert. Um, the Saints are minus eight. 
money line at minus 357. Again, I would have to take the spread here of minus eight. They're, the money lines this week are very, very lopsided. It almost seems like with favorites. Um, yeah, no, maybe the over-under of 50 seems... That might be interesting, too, that both defenses... I mean, the Saints defense has not been doing that well. The Chargers have been playing pretty well. Um, depends if Joey Bosa ends up playing this week. But I will probably lay my money with the Saints at minus 8. So that concludes the show for today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, I'll catch you guys maybe this weekend. So apparently we might be setting up a special guest with uh, another person. Um, we're looking to record that tomorrow night. Hopefully we get it by Sunday morning before the games to let you know. that's That, uh, that podcast will be pure betting. Um, I'm looking at player props, fantasy props, straight game parlays. Um, maybe we'll do a little game picks too, picking scores. Um, yeah. So if you're going to be interested in that, please check that out. That's going to come out either Saturday night, uh, or, or early Sunday morning. Um, thank you very much for again, for tuning in. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.